0: Good evening and welcome aboard the good ship LGR. I'm Captain Stewart and joining me on this voyage are shipmates Mark and Allie. So raise your flagons of Grog and give me a hearty ahoy. Ahoy! <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> you know, that reminds me. Back when I was at the Academy, we used to start... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Fall, no fall every no, toast with
1: off. a song! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. I've managed to get through the last 24 hours without that song being stuck in my head. No way! Thanks.
0: you know i know you love it (laughs) no i do i really do that's the problem
2: (laughs) every opportunity i do get post that link so i just uh, yeah i've been pestering my girlfriend with it to the point that like (laughs) she recognizes the audio before the dialogue even starts just by the sound of the ship at the beginning she's like oh god not again.
0: yeah even whenever people are looking like cheery recommendations and stuff on youtube that's my automatic go-to it is a really good song <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> so it is.
2: it's so well done <laughs> right so hi everybody yeah not bad not yeah, bad good, good good it's been a few weeks ali
3: yeah you know been uh, on holiday and living the uh, the life of luxury touring cars. So, yes yeah, uh, mm. been good fun nice yeah
0: Excellent. Right, we'll start rattling through this. So we'll go on to the price is just about right. Woo! The price is just about right.
2: Mark, what have you bought? Uh, lots of things. Um, so, uh... I somehow, without managing, without realizing how uh, last month I managed to spend £50 on the uh, PSN store. Uh, I'm not entirely totally sure what one. I know I bought Lego <laughs> Worlds, but I can't remember what else I bought. Um, so I got an email from Sony saying, Oh, you spent £50 last month, so we're sending you free pound, uh, it's a free uh, £10 credit, like code. It's got to be used by the end of April. Mm-hmm. So I input the code, went into the store and uh, so there was a sale and there was some interesting Lindy games on there and I'd already bought um, Inside and Oxenfree uh, so I picked up Crypt of the Necrodancer and Absolute Drift Zen Edition mm-hmm. um, the pair of them together and still had a pound left over yes. um, and then I picked up uh, the other day because I saw it got added to the sale Sniper Elite V3 uh, specifically, as a stress reliever. I don't have that much intention of actually playing through it, but there's mm. something really satisfying about uh, You You're familiar with the Sniper Elite games at all? Yeah, I've got the third one. I keep getting these confused
0: with some of the other ones, I think. Um, this is the one with the x ray vision yes, as the bullet the hits and everything. S- slow mo there, bullet
2: yeah. thing, yeah, and you can get like testicle shots and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's Char- kind of. Charlie Brooker, you had something to do with these, didn't you? Yeah, the series has been around for a while, and uh, it's kind of really grimly satisfying. Mm. They're not great games at all, but there's something really satisfying about shooting Nazis in the head in slow motion. Uh, So I picked that up for £5. And then today, uh, because I really liked... I was already kind of interested in it, and then I really liked what I saw uh, at the uh, last uh, Nintendo Direct... um, and you can get it at a decent price with an additional two pounds off on Amazon if you've got a Prime subscription. I picked up Arms uh, ah, pre-order, so I'll nice. have that at some point in June. I think it comes out. Okay, isn't that around Splatoon time? Um, no, th- so Splatoon's July. Is it, oh, right, okay. So it's it's sandwiched in between Mario Kart and Splatoon, then. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's like a, there's Mario Kart, then there's a month, and then there's Arms, and then there's Splatoon.
3: Okay, well, that's not too bad. Cool. Ali, have you picked anything up? Uh, since the last time I was on a podcast, yeah. Um, so I've picked up uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. So I don't mm-hmm. think that was out last time I was on. Um, and I've also picked up Doom. I'm not sure if I mentioned that last time I was on or not. Um, but one I definitely have picked up is uh, The Last of Us, uh, the remastered edition. Nice. Um, which I'll go into a little bit more depth in a bit. I uh, had it on the PS3. Um, didn't really get too far into it so I just thought well it's one of those games that you kind of feel like you have to play oh yeah absolutely so yeah pick that up I think it was something like £11.99 for the um, Definitive Edition I think it's called with all the DLC and all that stuff Um, so I thought yeah why not Um, and currently sat in my pre-order basket is uh, Mario Kart 8 and nice. It's yeah. 40 pounds if you've got prime. So yep. why not? That's I'm r- r- that's about mine from as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Just uh 2 weeks till it comes out. know. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um as for myself, I got a 5 pound voucher from my wife's uncle for Argos. Um, which he said he just wasn't going to use. And because I got a win in the Grand National sweepstake at work, I won £25. Ooh. So that take, took £30 off the Twilight Princess HD limited edition uh, version with the Wolf Amiibo in Argos. Oh, you oh. only wanted
2: the Amiibo, didn't you?
0: <laughs> well, I'd take the game as well. I'd, I don't <laughs> mind that. And the soundtrack as well, which comes with yeah.
2: it. Yeah. It's um, not a so, bad Zelda game either. Yeah.
0: It's not, actually. Um So getting that down to £13 isn't bad. Not um bad. Unfortunately, it has dropped down previously in places like Game and Smith down to £15, but as soon as that gets posted on Hot UK Deals, it becomes a wild goose chase to actually try and track it down. And it just gets silly. So I thought, well, I've got the money there and uh, to use it, and that comes down at a nice price for it. So that'll do me lovely.
2: Yeah, so there's a, Why not? a massive price hiking going on at the moment oh, on yeah. anything that's got a uh, a link Amiibo in because. You get the best, you know, extra bits and pieces on Breath of the Wild with them. and Yeah, any of the
0: Legend of Zelda Amiibos are just all wildly priced at the moment. Yeah. If if you can get them, um, they're wildly priced, but otherwise so many places now just have them listed as out of stock. So it's sort of a fingers crossed affair as to whether Nintendo get their finger out and actually start making them a lot more easily available. And certainly with the two new, is it two? Um, ones that were announced in the most recent Nintendo Direct. There, hopefully, um, uh, get their production up a little I bit. I don't know think three I think was about, No, there was they about won't. six, wasn't there?
3: Because there was the, the the two Cloud ones, the two other mm-hmm. ones with it, and then the two Splatoon. Yeah, but it's yeah. Only, there's like
2: three new like, Link so there's, there's Man, ah, mask. Yeah. And, Skyward Sword.
0: Sorry, Skyward Sword. Yes, and one other.
2: Can't remember what it was. Ah, yes, now I do remember. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to remember what it was as well. was it um, Twilight Princess, no. Yes, it was uh, Wolver- Link from Twilight Princess, but not Wolf yeah. Link. Yes, yeah. die there, that's, that's it. Was. Yeah, Majora's Mask, uh, Skyward Sword, and Twilight Princess. Yeah. yeah, I
3: was just happy with Cloud. No yeah, yeah, and Bayonetta two, as well, and yeah. um, two
2: variations of Cloud as well. Yes, yeah, Yeah. Uh, that one's been rumoured for a while ever since uh, Cloud uh, and I think Bayonetta got added into Smash Brothers as well, I definitely bought the Cloud one Um, and I was looking forward to those Amiibo and that was like a year ago and we hadn't had anything since so I'm glad those are finally coming out and my girlfriend's really excited about getting the um, Corin from Mm. um, Fire Emblem Amiibo Uh, because she's hooked now
0: both of those Amiibos are packed in with the special edition of um, Fire Emblem (coughs) aren't they?
2: Right, um, it's coming out as well I think it's both of them. which wow, okay. Fire Emblem what Fire Emblem Heroes Echoes no Echoes oh right the new 3DS the one the new, new one yeah 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 um, yeah I did see um,
0: I think it was Ryan a uh, friend of the show uh, tweeted whenever the uh, the Cloud Amoable came out saying that the Switch now has cloud support <laughs> 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 which boom, <was> boom. Nice. <laughs> yeah um so the other one then is the fact that tethered um uh, was down by forty percent in both the PSN and Steam sales and it had has now had its um VR requirement removed, um which is nice, so it's just a little 2D um sort of godlike um simulator and it still holds up as a very, very good game. That's um, encouraging like, to even, hear because I-
2: VR support. I was tempted to pick it up myself, but I was like, oh, I don't know if how well this is going to play because it was it was uh, that was my first PlayStation VR experience was playing mm. that at EGX, and it worked so well in in PSVR. I wasn't I wondered how well it would work in uh, 2D, but it's encouraging no. to hear that it yeah, works no, okay. I,
0: I think it it holds up really well. Um, without it, it means that the VR, while gimmicky and while another nice presentation extra. Um, it means that the, the game's still solid enough underneath that without actually needing the gimmick as such um, So if you have it, um, it's a nice little bonus If not, then it's still a very, very good game um, it, Yeah, as a, as a game, it still reminds me somewhere between, you know, a lot of the God Sims like Populous or Black and White um, Black and White or, you know, um, any of the, that sort of genre and what have you, and even sort of a little bit of Lemmings and what have you um, mixed in with that as well um, I presume so, you have yeah. that on PC yes yeah yeah. I thought you'd sunk in a PS4 then (laughs) I wish no (laughs) definitely not no still on PC
1: Ali
3: seeing as you haven't been on in a good wee while go ahead okay so I've played an absolute mega ton of games (laughs) um, but I'll uh, I'll keep it brief Um, there's a few that we've uh, done to death quite a bit Um, so Doom been playing that um i think i've mentioned it before i'm not sure done about three or four levels into it um it was on offer um, i think it was the deal of the week something like that mm-hmm. um so yeah i've been playing that um, i've had to scratch a massive issue i've had for a while uh, with racing games so i've been playing quite a lot of uh, forza motorsport 6 and project cars um there's uh gt sport coming out soon and there'll be fours of seven and there's project cars two and all that so uh yeah i needed to scratch that itch because i've not really done any serious racing for a bit Mm -hmm. um i recently installed sticks master of the shadows it was games with gold ages ago um and old uh, host of the show, uh, Cullen, was on about it, uh, Stu Cullen. Uh, and then I just thought, you know what, it's been sat there for a while and I just keep looking at it but not played it. Uh, so I've done about half an hour to an hour of it not played it loads. Um, mm. It was only since I've been back off holiday, I just thought, I fancy playing something a bit different. Mm. Uh, and it's really good. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's a bit different. You actually play as a... Uh, is he an elf or a, a goblin or something... Something like that Um, It's very very stealthy Mm. If you come on one to one with a guard um, Unless you're very very good At parrying their attacks You have to parry three of their attacks But if three of their attacks hit you you are dead um, At this stage in the game anyway Um, And at the minute I'm just getting to my Or I've got to my hideout Where then I can start to do upgrades and and different things Um, But yeah it's it's really good Um, It plays well Uh, It's a very good stealth game Uh, that's about all I can say about it for now have either of you two played it Um, I've played about two hours of it
2: ages ago uh, because it was uh, on PS Plus a while ago as well it's a pretty decent you know pretty solid uh, just a double A game I guess what you call it a pretty decent um, yeah stealth little third-person stealth game yeah. and I'm a sucker for a stealth game. I do keep meaning to go back and play some more of it uh, but I just haven't got around to. But what I played was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, because there's a second one coming out later this year. Yeah. Or out. Is it, is it out yet? I don't think it's out yet. Um, so that's another reason why I thought I'd, I'd give it a go. Um, in, in my eyes, a little bit like a TV show. Um, some games, not necessarily one-hit wonders but don't des- not. I won't say don't deserve. Some games... Are good as a standalone game so like possibly horizon zero dawn and, and and things like that or even the last of us if that was just a one and done you'd be happy with that um but if games then go on to do a second one and things you think well oh, okay maybe the first one was pretty good good enough to do it do a second one not always you know like some tv shows keep going on and you you wonder how they're still going on um so yeah that's that's one of the reasons why i gave that a go um because i've been on holiday um, I was playing Word Cookie, which was recommended by Stu quite a few yep. episodes ago. Um, the only thing that's a bit weird for that, I'm, I'm not the best at spelling, so I would say it's helping me, and then you go, this is American. So it's a bit like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a couple of other little words and what have you that
0: you go, that wouldn't necessarily come up as an English word necessarily, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a nice little distraction game.
3: Yeah, it was quite good because I've spent a bit of time on a bus and waiting in terminals and things. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was pretty good. Um, my wife sometimes sat next to me going, I'll oh, do this one, try this one. Um, then looking at different words to the point that my mother-in-law has actually installed it on her phone as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's non-intrusive. There's not many adverts on it at all. No, it's okay, it's
0: the odd little advert and I've found that actually if you turn your data and um, your, your Wi-Fi off I, um, it nearly eliminates them um, which is quite nice.
3: Yes, well while I was away I didn't have my data on so that's probably why since it's yeah. been home, I've had a few I've uh, been playing quite a lot of Ghost Recon Wildlines. Uh quite enjoying that game, I've uh, been playing it with a mate, although he's stopped playing it now he's platinumed it, which is a bit of a pain in the arse <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good fun um, yeah. I'm still in two minds about the game. It's a bit... You can't lone wolf it, really, um, unless you really upgrade everything. And then playing with a mate, you just tend to just dick around. It's a bit like Grand Theft Auto, that you just do random shit on it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes for, re, Go, uh, Recon's <laughs> Wildlands. It's what it is, yeah. Um, what can I say? Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I've put about... 20 or 30 hours into that um, I don't feel like I've really done a lot in the game but I've played it a lot um, I, I like it, it's really good um, took a, a, a little while to get into it, mm-hmm. um, I know you mentioned on the last episode Mark that you were a bit like well, I'm not sure if this is working for me or not, mm-hmm. um, but then you just kind of go, eh, just a, a dumb sci-fi game really that's, yeah. just again, cock around on a little bit and do your missions and what um, not I've only had one animation issue um, Since I've last played it while Just before I went on holiday I think I went on holiday on the Wednesday And on the Thursday the new patch was released um, Don't know how much of a difference that's made um, Like I say I've only had one issue With animations with random lips I think a lot of it's just been blown out of proportion On the internet um, They were doing some really crazy Shit with it Oh
2: no I've definitely had some really wonky animations
3: Yeah yeah oh okay I've just been it's a lucky, really dodgy shit
2: but uh, I know what you mean about the, the, the like the opening is um pretty lackluster shall we say yeah especially considering how great the opening few hours were of Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 yeah um so, like, I think that's why a lot of people came away from that like initial ten hour preview. If you had um, EA access, a little bit disappointed because the first, the first five to ten hours aren't great really uh, until you start to get your sink your teeth into it properly. Um, a lot of the side missions are pretty rubbish, and uh, the storyline's not the greatest. But there's enough in there to keep me entertained.
3: Yeah, the the thing that really annoyed me with the EA access thing was that if you went through it quick enough although i don't think i particularly did it that quick um i still had 5 hours left of my 10 hour playtime that you get free but i couldn't go any further into the game yeah and it and it stopped it and i was like what the fuck you this only all got about? like
2: one planet after the starting one
3: yeah yeah something like that yeah. yeah it was when you went in to do the um oh, what do you call it inside I don't uh, know. Yeah. Do you know when you're going in to unlock the area and turn on all the or disable the environment stuff? I can't put the call called. Oh now.
2: yeah, um I can't remember what they're called either. Help me more. Shows how much I've been <laughs> no, so it shows how much I've been paying attention. Yeah. I can't remember anyway, what they're
3: called either. It's when you go to do your first one of them and as you're about to go underground to, to navigate your way through the puzzle for that and it went, Oh no, you've you're done now. You're like, going too fast. Yeah, son of a bitch. Um so yeah. Yeah, it's it's alright. Mass Effect it's just a shame it's not as good as the others really but like I, I like the analogy of the, the Star Trek kind of go down colonise a planet take it away does, the bad guys
2: it does feel quite Star trek doesn't it yeah in a way yeah. because it's like I wish I just wish it felt more like that like you I wish there was more of like going down onto planets and making first contact with a new species yeah um, and there's not a lot of that there's only one species you make contact with; the other ones are just enemies. Yeah. Uh, and there's not a whole lot of like. Well, you're down on when you first arrive on the the uh, the friendly sentient species planet. You spend about two or three minutes where you can't understand anyone, and then suddenly they can all speak English. Yes. Um, yeah. That was a bit weird. Uh, yeah. No. It is what it is. Yeah. It's not great. No. It's yeah. fun. Yeah.
3: Why not? Uh, I've been playing Power Rangers on my phone. Um, it's like a little em up game. Um, for some reason, <laughs> I've I've got quite into it. I don't know why. I've not I've not played it for a couple of days, but it's actually quite good. Um, you get like three different moves to do, and you can block and reverse things. And uh, I'm not normally a fan of touchscreen em ups, but it hmm. works quite well. And it's Power Rangers. What, uh, what can Is I say? It more Streets of Ragey, or what sort of beat 'em up? Uh, it's more like kind of like Mortal Kombat kind of it's like yeah, okay. kind of beat them up but you've got three moves which do change once you've used one and you've only mm-hmm. got you have to build up like a stamina bar to be able to use the, the more powerful ones and then you can tag okay. in you have like a team that go in oh um, it's, it's
0: f- like um, the Injustice or the the WWE one and things like that yeah uh, yeah I think on mobile.
3: Yeah, uh, so it's worth a look it's free um, it gives you plenty of free stuff in it um yeah, it's just a little em up game. It's nice to do. Hmm. There's they've got all the different power ranges from all the different series and different things and you just make your own little bespoke team and go and kick ass really. It's Yeah, mm. it's all right, you know. <laughs> One of them random things. <laughs> um, been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, hey. a friend of mine lent it to me because he platinumed it within the first week. So, I was like, sweet. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I've not put a lot of time into it because I think he, he lent it me a week before I went on holiday and I was getting nagged at to pack cases and stuff. Um, so I think I've done maybe 10 hours, maybe, maybe not even that. Uh, got quite sidetracked with the hunting stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, without giving any spoilers away, are you are you out and about in the main map now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. And I've right. done
3: my first draft or whatever it is. Radar. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I can't remember what they're called,
3: Yeah, I think they're called yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's good um, the only issue I've got is I've got quite a lot of windows in my living room so unless I go around and shut all the blinds and the curtains and all that stuff, when it gets dark um, and you, you could probably appreciate this with your 4K TV as well Mark, sometimes yeah. it gets really dark
2: oh god! it gets oh, real dark name. Yeah, if you've got yeah.
3: the HDR turned on it gets real dark at night time yeah. um, yeah. but yeah, it's a really good game just not put an awful lot of time into it uh, Oh, you should I know, I know And then obviously the last one is uh, The Last of Us um, Which um, I briefly alluded to earlier on So not to say too much uh, In When I had it on the PS3 I got stuck somewhere with a, a generator I think it might have been in a school uh, I'm not sure how far that was into the game Fair way fair in In the basement
2: um, of a hotel, perchance?
3: Yeah, and this fucking thing yeah. keeps running at me yeah. head open or something. Scared yeah. the shit out of me the first time I played that. But
2: no, that's that's <laughs> the most terrifying part of that game. That was That's about um,
3: about halfway through. Oh, okay. Um, so I stopped playing it for that reason because A, it started to terrify me and then it just got really fucking annoying I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, but then I felt like I needed to go back and play it and put it in HD and, you know, 4K and all that stuff. Why not? <laughs> it's 60 frames myself a, a second.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just found Ellie. Obviously I can't say no spoilers because everyone's probably played it by now. Um so yeah, I've just just got to the bit where you pick up Ellie and then you're waiting for uh, the other woman that's with you at the very start of the game. Uh you've just Tess, I think her name's Tess. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm just Joel's like a partner in crime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um just that bit looks great. They've done a really good job at remastering that and uh, I think it has got a bit of HDR support and stuff. So again, another game that's a bit of a pain in the arse to play in the dark when it's light. And it runs at 60, which is... Yeah, yeah, very super nice, smooth, Really mm-hmm. good. Uh, and then finally, um, because I've been away, um, I think I'm the first person in the team to actually give my um, Switch some uh, airtime. Um, <laughs> so uh, it actually went with me um, all the way to Fort Ventura. Um, And played quite a lot of Breath of the Wild Um, So I've done another Boss thing um, And did Just randomly going around When I spare time Just doing some of the shrines and things Um, But I actually got questions asked To me uh, And I sent you guys a tweet about it um, While I was on the flight uh, And it was a lad's mum He must have been late maybe um, and, I, and I saw out the corner of my eye someone kept looking at me and talking and stuff and I'm like well, what's up don't start any trouble I'm not on a United <laughs> flight you know what I mean <laughs> um, and then she says oh is that a Nintendo Switch and we were just having a bit of a conversation with his mum about it and asking me how happy I am with it and um, the they were struggling to get stock apparently he wanted he's saved up his money or he's got money to to get one um, but they couldn't get one before they went so just told her about a few websites and the fact that i think Sainsbury's did have stock for quite a while I don't know if they still have um so yeah it was just quite nice that you know was, someone recognized it cuz i wasn't I wasn't hiding it but it's not something a lot of people would instantly see and pick it up as a being a switch yeah. um but yeah so yeah that was uh, that, that, that's me hmm. Very good. What about your Lapse Gamer recommendation then? Ooh. um, Styx is quite good. It'd be very cheap um, Mm. if you're into stealth games. Um, So that discounts Kev. (laughs) It is (laughs) a third-person stealth game though, but yeah, that probably would discount Kev. But he's got a thing about stealth games, hasn't he? Oh, man. (laughs) First-person games. Yeah.
0: Um, And anything that isn't Persona 5. Okay. <laughs> that I can understand. Yeah.
3: Uh, pfft, I don't know. There's there's quite a, a few there. Probably for a lapsed game, I'd go with Doom. Because mm. you can pick it up very cheap now. Um, yeah. It's got fairly decent checkpoints on it, from what I remember. Yeah. The levels aren't massively long. You it's can do like hard. Uh,
2: what I've been doing with Doom and just play it a level at a time. Yeah, yeah, same as that's
3: yeah. like, what, half an hour,
2: maybe? Half an hour to an hour? Yeah.
3: For um, a level. Yeah, so I'd definitely... If, especially if you... Remember the classics. Definitely go as Doom for a tenor or whatever it is you can pick it up for now. Yeah.
0: Pretty yeah. good. Okay, um, I will go on with my two because they're fairly quickish. Uh, first one is Drizzle Path, which I must have picked up at some stage on Steam, probably in a sale, and it probably <laughs> cost less than 50p. Um, more than likely I picked it up whenever I got um, probably a tenor from Codec Momentum at one stage. Um, as winner of that month.
3: You don't happen and to just, fall asleep, do you, at your PC with Steam open and then just randomly <laughs> clicks? Or go, Shit, I've just brought a game. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowingly, no. no. <laughs> or when you've had a few drinks. Yeah, yeah that's always a possibility.
0: Um, so basically, Drizzle Path is a walking simulator. You are basically set on a journey to the top of the Mountain of Fire and as you go up um, you get a little bit of um, sort of uh, music and things, and there's a little bit of narration um, with a Spanish speaking woman um, telling you a little bit about sort of lore and what have you um, of the island and things that you're on. So it isn't that long, about 40 minutes or so. It's um, all done in the CryEngine or CryEngine 3. Um, so whenever you ramp the graphics up and what have you, it looks very, very nice. You, you can sort of go off and um, look around the island and what have you as much as you like, but basically there is a path that you can uh, sort of clearly define and um, just follow around. It's a nice enough little game, and as I say, 40 minutes um, for a walking simulator. Um, and not paying an awful lot, of was grand. Um Nothing special, but yeah, it was. Um, enjoyable for what it was. looks really nice Um, obviously in a first person thing you look down you can actually see feet which is quite nice and depending on where the sun is you can see your shadow and uh, which all sounds was very nicely animated and things which is quite a nice little thing. Um, A lot of the sort of the cheaper games like that wouldn't even bother putting anything like that in so it was nice to actually see something like that added um, just to show that it can be done at least. The other game that I've been playing then is Oxenfree um, which I completed
2: last night. You you are
0: going to play this aren't you
2: Mark? I was hoping to get at least an hour of it played uh, today after I finished Inside but uh, other things got in the way unfortunately.
0: That's alright I will stay reasonably spoiler free because I know at least a few of the listeners um, came back to my tweet saying that I had finished it saying that they are very interested in it and are looking forward to getting around to playing it. Basic, um, premise is that you, um, you play as Alex, a, um, a young teenage girl, um, who is just sort of, you know, getting to the end of the school year and along with four of her friends, um, including her new, uh, stepbrother, um, go off to an island to sort of have a little party. It's like an annual tradition that they have. And from there, things start getting very strange. Um, I'll not go into too much more, but there's some interesting little puzzles involving radios. Uh, there's a little bit of possession as such. There's almost like a parallel universe, uh, trying to break through. Um, very enjoyable. Um, overall, maybe sort of in around sort of four to five hours to complete, at least for my first run through. There are a Couple of different, I'm not going to say endings, but sort of conclusions to the relationships that you have um, with the other characters. And I have to say, there is voice acting throughout this game for each of the individual uh, teenagers that are there among the group. Wow. And the dialogue choices and what have you come up very, very frequently, um, sort of to influence the different relationships um, with each of them. And you can, as I say, you know, get, um, you know make a couple out of um two of the people that are you're with and or you can sort of strengthen or um uh, well strengthen your bond or um sort of not develop a bond between you and your new stepbrother as well um so very very enjoyable and um well worth seeking out as I said I'm not going to too much more but uh, it's definitely worth having a look at and uh would yeah, like be my I, um, recommendation.
2: Like I mentioned um, last time, uh, we talked about Oxenfree when I started. Bought it. I was looking forward to playing it. Um, Mark Brown on YouTube who does the Game Maker's Toolkit thing. Is a YouTube mm-hmm. channel that I think a few of us quite like quite a lot. Um, he listed the way that Oxenfree he did a video as like his favorite, like gameplay innovations from um, 2016. And one of them was the way that Oxenfree handles conversations. Yes, it's
0: very very good. Um, the Basically, on your um, controller, um, it also works with keyboard and mouse, obviously, if you're on PC, Um, but on your controller, basically, your PlayStation X button um, would be like your action button, and then the other um, three buttons are your dialogue options, basically, um, as they appear up on screen. Uh, So, you've got your left, um, top center, and then your right um, for the buttons um, as they come up, so really easy to use. And as I say, they come up frequently enough that you have to sort of make a quick decision because um, they will fade and not giving an answer also then has repercussions in the game as well. And it's the fact that the conversations just sort of keep going. So as much as you want to hear the tail end of a sentence that they're saying, you can start seeing your dialogue options fading out and you want to
2: kind of hit the button to actually give your answer as well. Um, yeah so really so it really handles like conversations a little bit more flowing and a little bit more yeah realistic, um, i guess,
0: yeah particularly as they're um teenagers as well it it does feel very very natural um in the way that they're talking and things like that. it's superbly scripted
2: yeah, there's a few of these like interesting little games that are coming up the like I want to try that, I want to play uh, a night in the woods mm-hmm. um and i'm hearing hearing good things about uh, what's the th- the new one that everyone's going on about um Thimbleweed Uh, Park?
0: Yes, Thimbleweed Park is the new sort of point and click in the sort of style of the old LucasArts um, adventures. Um, There there does seem to be a little bit of a renaissance in these style of adventure games but that renaissance seems to have been going on for like maybe the last five years if you're paying attention. Um, An awful lot of well uh, received and sort of critically acclaimed um, adventure games are coming out but oftentimes they get drowned out by the Sort of first person shooter and uh, other um, sort of more action games and things. But for anybody who's paying attention to the indie scene, um, there is an awful lot of very, very good um, adventure games out there uh, that are all
2: well worth seeking. So, Mark, what have you been playing? Oh boy, what haven't I been playing? Um, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I've been playing a lot of Persona 5, as you may well have guessed over the past fortnight. Um, i'm not going to talk too much about it really because i think i'll wait until kev's on because he's the other person in the team i think who's played any of it i think so yes um, yeah yeah so um well i'll wait until he's on so i can talk a little bit more about it because i want to bore you guys with half an hour of me <laughs> drooling about persona 5 but it is it's fucking brilliant i love it it's everything that i hoped it would be and more um uh, the, the, i'm loving the characters even more than the ones in persona uh, in the persona 4 um the setting it's so achingly stylish uh the soundtrack's incredible the new combat mechanics and the new uh the way the dungeons are laid out compared to previous entries are incredible um yeah i've sunk like 30 or 40 hours into it over the past fort, uh, fortnight uh, in between playing other games and um I just can't wait to get back to it. I think I'll probably play another hour or so after we finish this recording. But I'll talk more about that next time Kev's on. Um, <clears throat> I played a little bit of Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Um, which I picked up, which I've, I've heard loads about, and seemed i have seen some footage of and it seemed really intriguing. So when I saw it available for like £4-something, other, and I had some uh, free PSN credit, I thought, fuck, I'll pick that up then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Crypt uh, of the Necrodancer, if you're not familiar with it, is a cross between a rhythm-action game and a roguelike dungeon crawler. Um, so it's like a top-down 2D... Um, you know very like 16 bit graphics sort of game um where you're going going through dungeons and killing blobs and skeletons and dragons and things like that uh but everything is done to the beat the music and like the floor changes colors like the floor of like a like a disco um <laughs> sort of setting um and it's like uh, a heart beat, uh, like a heart in the bottom of the screen is like beating and you see the bars moving in and everything, every, like movements and attacks and everything is needs to be done in time with the music to keep your multiplier up, to keep your score up, mm-hmm. because you will die and you will die over and over and over again. And the better you do uh, when you die and you get sent back to the lobby um and you can uh you'll have more stuff to spend that will uh increase your character's abilities permanently so then, when you go back in each time you go back in if you earned enough money and found enough diamonds or whatever then you're a little bit more equipped so you can get further into the dungeon and the <laughs> further you go the more intense the music gets and uh the more crazy the enemies are and oh, just, it's really really cool um that's definitely one that I'm going to put on my Vita uh, I've only I've played it on, I've been playing it on the PS4 mainly uh, I'm going to put that on the Vita and uh, keep the Vita alive for a little while longer because I thought once the switch turned <laughs> up that would be the end of it I'd stick it in a cupboard but now I'm going to <laughs> it's going to be my Crypt of the Necrodancer machine for a while um, <laughs> but yeah that's dead good um, I picked up uh, Absolute Drift Zen Edition which is uh, do, you, do either of you guys know about Absolute Drift Yes, yeah. I've played it a little bit. Yeah, so it's like a uh, isometric sort of... Well, it's like the Micro Machine-style viewpoint. Yeah. You have one little car and like a very sparse, Mirror's Edge-style world, yeah. and you yeah. just drift. You drift, and you drift into things, and you drift round things, and occasionally you jump over things. But that's it. Uh and it's really, really relaxing. <laughs> it's it's really hard actually, like uh, to get into grips with the drifting on. It's like really difficult to be able to like get round a corner smoothly without bumping off all the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, the soundtrack, I'm not a particular fan of, to be honest. But I just turn that off and like listen to a podcast and just mm-hmm. drift to my heart's content. Uh, it's it's a really good like relaxing. Sort of game. Like, there's a reason why they called it Zen Edition. I think, because they knew how oddly relaxing it is, just drifting round and round things for hours. Um, Sniper Elite V3, uh, which I mentioned earlier, picked up as like a stress reliever thing. Uh, I've only played through the first two levels, and I haven't been playing it seriously. To be honest, I just like I'll I'll get a certain way through it, and then make a save file, and then. Uh, I'll make. A, I'll save it and think. All right, I'll come back to this point to play it seriously. But at the moment, there's like an area in front where there's like 20 Nazis, and I'm going to see all the different ways I can shoot them. So, <laughs> getting a uh, a testicle shot from over 100 meters and seeing a trophy pop up, you think, yes, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> waiting until three of them are standing next to each other and then shooting one of them in the grenade so that they all blow up, or uh, <laughs> finding an enemy sniper and managing to channel your bullet down his scope into his yeah. head uh, and stuff like that it's its not a particularly good stealth game to be honest it's quite shonky um, mm. cover mechanics are a bit odd uh, enemies will spot you far easier than you think they should do at, in some points and then at other points you'll pr- you can pretty much walk under their nose and they won't spot you um, it's not a particularly well put together game it doesn't look particularly good either but it's just that that bullet time mechanic (laughs) was worth the five pounds I paid for it. Uh, so I, I'll play, I'll chip away at that, uh, here and there when I fancy shooting some Nazis. Um, I've been playing, uh, some lovers in a dangerous space time, uh, with my girlfriend, uh, whenever she's over, just, we wanted something new to play together. Uh, lovers in a dangerous space time is a sort of co-op spaceship navigation shooter game. Um, you pick from uh, you can play with up to four uh, up to four people can play together on couch cop no online again for some unknown reason no online support um, so I've only played it just the two of us which is a shame and you've got a cross section of like this weird circular ship with different rooms uh, on the top and the bottom and each side there's guns uh, one of the rooms has got the uh, propulsion system in so you die, you to direct the engine around the ship and, and um, hit it to make it like go in a particular direction. One of the rooms will um, uh, you can control what direction of the ship the shield is facing. One of the rooms brings up the map, and so like you're navigating around these little um, environments in space, trying to rescue these little bunnies, um, so they can unlock the next warp zone that's shaped like a rainbow heart so that you can go to the next area Uh, the the, the bunnies are the friends you have to find your friends uh, (laughs) to be able to go to the next area uh and it's kind of cool because like you you nav- you're like you're navigating around and like dashing from like from room to room oh shit I need to get on this cannon now uh, oh I need to go and get the shield around here and uh, uh, well, we're drifting towards a uh, an asteroid quick jump on the someone, jump on the engine and, and push us away from that um it's quite difficult with only two people i think it would be far more enjoyable with four people mm. um but we've only played through the first world's worth of levels and uh i'm really enjoying it i just wish that there was some sort of online multiplayer so that like could get four four of us together to play it rather than just two because yeah. i don't really have more than one other person it's the same problem with overcooked don't have don't really get the opportunity where there's four people together uh, on my sofa to be able to play a game like that which is a yeah. shame
0: I keep getting Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time
2: mixed up with Affordable Space Adventure. Affordable adventures. Space Adventure, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're quite different, although isn't Affordable Space Adventure a co-op game as well? I think so, yes. Yeah. Uh, that was the one that was on the Wii U and actually made good use of the tablet. So it is, yeah. I wouldn't mind playing that at some point. But yeah, Lovers in a Dangerous Space, it's, it's not, it was one of the free games on... Um, PS Plus Mm. uh, that everyone was whinging about oh we don't get any good games it's like (laughs) fuck off it is good Uh, speaking of which actually I completely forgot I've played a little bit of um, Drawn to Death Uh, I won't say too much about it Uh, it's the new game from David Jaffe um, of God of War and Twisted Metal fame Mm -hmm. um, and various other games it's a third person uh, four player arena shooter done in the style uh, done in and out style of like a cocky high school kids notebook <laughs> um, the comedy style can be quite funny but also quite grating it's not the greatest first the, the, the greatest shoot ever played it's got some weird connection problems I always seem to come up against the same three people every time I jump online so nobody's playing the damn thing uh, but again it was free so stop whinging your dicks um, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn uh, finally finished that and wraps up the platinum over the weekend um i don't want to say too much about it because i've talked quite a lot about it before and i'll, I'll wait until some more people have finished it mm-hmm. and then maybe have a little discussion about the story because on top of how amazing the gameplay is and the setting and the world the story is one of the best uh and most original um sci-fi stories i've come across in a video game in a long time right mm-hmm. like, the, the story is incredible like it starts off quite mysterious and intriguing and you're wondering whether you're actually going to learn what's going on you do learn exactly what's going on and when you find out it's like oh fuck this is crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> um like what happened to the earth what happened to the the uh, humanity as was mm-hmm. um and why does everyone's living in these weird tribes and they've forgotten about the uh, what humanity was beforehand and why there's robot dinosaurs running around. Um, yeah, the, the whole thing is incredible. Like, I I uh, had cleared up all the side quests and all those bits and pieces and then I'd got about the back third of the quest line left to do and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So I did all of those the, the final quest missions just one after another with no other side missions to to get me distracted. And so it was just like quite intense on the storyline and uh, yeah, uh, when I finished I just kind of put the controller down and had a good long think about it because it's quite a heavy story um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, that game is incredible. It's, I had the misfortune of coming out uh, less than a week before Zelda uh, and being in some ways quite a similar game uh, but Yeah, I was just about to ask
0: given the choice, would you go Zelda or Horizon Zero Dawn?
3: Horizon Zero Dawn for me. Uh,
2: um, if you had a PS4 and a Switch mm-hmm. and you had the choice, I've got to say Zelda. Really? Um, okay. I think Breath of the Wild is a masterpiece. But... It's a close thing. It's like I, 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 I want. I mean, it's it's not like a case. Of I want more people to play Horizon Zero Dawn. Loads of people have bought it. It's sold incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Like it's no problems there. Um, did you know? It's actually the most expensive piece of any form of media ever created in the Netherlands. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, most expensive media thing ever created in the Netherlands. So. Um, yeah I'd still go if I had to pick one gun to my head I'd go with Breath of the Wild because I adore that game but, see I, l- um, I love
3: Zelda but mm. the only thing is with Breath of the Wild is there's too much empty space that's beautiful when you're running around there's a lot of empty space where there's not a lot happening granted you can oh. fast travel around
2: there's always something trust me there is there is always something it's hidden but there's always something
3: yeah but in Horizon Zero Dawn it's more compact there's yeah. still a lot of empty space but um, I don't know it just feels a bit more
2: Horizon doesn't have that like sense of uh, loneliness the sense of wonder th- just through exploration mm-hmm. um, Horizon's got other things going for it like the the way that you approach taking on one of some of these big robots and how you bring them down and the fact that like you go in with like a set idea of what you're going to do and then have to adapt on the fly because it doesn't go your way yeah um, yeah fighting against people is not great in that game to be honest Uh, unless unless you stealth your way through if you get into a you know hand-to-hand fight with, with other people in that game it's not fun really um but the, the like the hunting and taking down the, the the big robots is fantastic and the story is that's the one thing that it's absolutely got on Zelda is an incredible story because Zelda doesn't really have much of a story to be honest there's there's bits of you know flashbacks and stuff like that mm. but the story is in, incredible um it's watching because because there's quite a lot of dialogue in the final third of the game um watching the facial animations uh just hammered home how bad they are in uh, in Mass Effect Andromeda in comparison <laughs> yeah. like there's a few lip sync issues in Horizon every now and then like uh, it's every now and then it's like the dialogue goes out of sync with the lip movements mm-hmm. but only every now and then but apart from that like some of the faces look almost photorealistic some of them it's it's insane they've been um, very aggressive
3: with their pa- uh, patching though haven't they yeah like uh, no, sorry, the horizons are dawn. Oh, a gorilla! Yeah, yeah,
2: they have. Yeah, um, well, EA have fixed like the eyes and things like that on the characters, so they're they're working on it slowly. Uh, but it's just it's just insane that a, a studio that was known for making kind of average first person shooters, albeit very nice looking, average first person shooters, um, and the best first person shooter on the Vita. Uh, came out and like their first attempt at an open world RPG just absolutely smashed out of the park um, can't recommend it highly enough but I would still go for Zelda if I had to choose between the two uh, anyway uh, my final game was uh, Inside which I played through in one sitting today uh, and got both endings on all the trophies and um, Did I mention I got the Did I mention I got the platinum on Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes, you did. Yes, Yes, okay, good. Just want to rub that in. I got the platinum in Horizon (laughs) Zero Dawn. Actually, it's not particularly hard. It's not hard platinum to be honest. I think anyone (laughs) could get it if you put in enough time. To be honest. Um, Sorry, what were you going to say, Stu I was just going to ask, what was your playtime then on inside if you managed to do it all on one setting? Uh, About About four or five hours. Oh, okay I'm um, actually no probably maybe as close as to six because okay. some of the puzzles had me scratching my head for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I did have to look up how to get the secret ending. I'd gone all oh, I got all the prerequisites on how to get the secret ending, but I didn't know where to go mm-hmm. um, to get it. Uh, if you know, if if anyone who's played it knows what I mean. Um, but yeah, inside is I, I don't know how, what you can say about it. Really, it's like it's like limbo obviously by the same studio Uh, but whereas limbo had like a really striking opening and you know it was but didn't ever build on that at all it was kind of it started and then continued and then ended on kind of like a level plane um Mm -hmm. inside just like it starts in a very similar way to, to limbo but then keeps the ghost places that you just wouldn't ever expect that game like that to go um some absolutely incredible moments um it's a similar sort of art style there's a little bit more color like the character you're playing as has like a red t-shirt and there's a little bit more color in the background rather than it just being black and gray yeah. um and both endings are incredibly confusing, and I'm going to spend some time this evening, I think, looking up fan theories on what the hell it means, because Playdead Studios have point-blank refused to explain <laughs> what the game's about. Um, so, have either of you played it at all?
3: No, no. some on my list, Yeah, I, no. uh,
2: yeah, I mean... It, it, people were going mad about it last year. It popped up in loads of people's game of the year lists, and I can absolutely see why. Uh, it's an incredible game. Um, I, I can't really say too much about it without because it is all like experience and not story, because no one there's no dialogue or anything like that. But just what happens uh, in the game is crazy mm-hmm. um, and dark, real dark. Uh, so. Yeah, if if you can pick it up cheap or if you've managed to pick it up in a steam sale and, uh, steam sale and not realise you've got to start on your hard drive, whatever then absolutely play it. It's it'll take you yeah, four four to six hours. Four hours just for a clean play through six hours if you wanna get all of the collectibles um mm-hmm. and get both endings. Uh and it's absolutely worth going for that because the, the secret ending is um it's a it's a gut punch. That's oh. all I'll say.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I dare say we'll probably talk about that more later in the year yes Um, I would say um, both of you should play it yeah I think if any of us get the chance I dare say just going on its reputation it's a good chance it'll end up in a game of the year list um, at the end of the year depending
2: well it did last year didn't it I think it was in both uh, Stuart Cullen's and uh, Adam's uh, game of the year lists and I can totally see why it's it's incredible. Possibly nice slating a
3: little uh, playlist game for it. Maybe if a few of us can get around to playing it.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely, oh, I'd so be up absolutely. for that. Yeah, we should do that. We could do a limbo inside double bill. Ooh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what about your recommendation then? Um, for, <laughs> for a laps 5. Oh my god! Uh, no, no, God, no! Not Persona <laughs> Five. Jesus, <laughs> that's a absolute time sink um, and you can't really play it in small chunks because you never know how long a day is going to last in that in that game uh, sometimes it routes through them quite quickly sometimes there'll be lots that happens and it'll take like an hour or so to get through just one day of the game mm-hmm. um, Crypt of the Necrodancer I'd say is a good one because like you can play that on your PS4 or your Vita or PC or uh, god knows what other uh, platforms it's on I'm pretty sure it's on most things I'm sure it'll end up on the Switch at some point as well mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good pick up and play little game um, that's kind of unique by taking two uh, well um, well two genres that have been around the block and mash them together in a way that we haven't seen before um, Absolute Drift Zen Edition again is another one that you can just sort of just sit back and just drift and relax and zombie out and um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is really easy to play, uh, it's just that you need to get other people alongside you for it if you had like four people and you're like shouting instructions at each other and it'll be like a stripped down version of that um, Star Trek Bridge Commander I imagine mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, yeah, those three games are already go but I- Inside is probably going to be the one I'd pick oh. because it's there. you've got um your direction stick and then two button controls one to jump and one to grab and that's it mm-hmm. uh and it's four hours long yeah. and the checkpointing is incredibly generous and you cool. have to play it
3: okay <laughs> <laughs> that's an order god damn it <laughs> yeah it is god
2: damn it play it
0: Ali, oh, what has happened in the news recently
3: Uh, well for anybody that's uh, been living in a cave or isn't a Star Wars fan uh, it's been Star Wars Celebration uh, this week just gone or this weekend uh, over in Orlando, Florida um, and they actually dropped a lovely trailer for us uh, for Battlefront 2 don't confuse that with the uh, previous Battlefront 2 this is Battlefront 2 and as we said earlier in the green room uh, 2017 um, so that was dropped on Saturday night was it? eight-ish something like that Um, so basically there's a there's a nice little trailer coming out for that Um, and there's bits of information that have been released about it Uh, so the next installment of the Battlefront franchise uh, will be out uh, 17th of November but like with anything, I'll take a, a release date with a pinch of salt because uh, mm. who knows what's going to happen with that.
2: Oh, no, it's EA, though, isn't it? So it'll be released on that date, whether the game
3: is ready or not. Yeah, just playing <laughs> a pixel or something, knowing that. <laughs> 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 um, so basically, the, apparently the game uh, is it, the promising is that they're going to improve on a lot of the, the issues with the first game once you've got past mm-hmm. that uh, Star Wars nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that if you did go... Uh, all in like I did because I love Star Wars and I went yeah let's get the season pass and everything and then they don't release content for the first was it nearly six months they didn't yeah, release content for, for something that one, yeah. like that um, so apparently um we'll get onto that in a minute but apparently they're, they're fixing a lot of the issues um, and something that myself and Stu found out earlier uh, is that there's a slight twist to this installment of the game uh, and it actually focuses on one particular character which is a female special, special forces soldier uh, from an Imperial's perspective uh, and the game is going to span over all 30 uh, years of the, the history of the franchise uh, in the trailer there was a, a bit of Darth Maul and, and things like that um, so it looks like it's it's definitely Honing in on one particular character, which I presume is going to be for the single player side of things, Mm. because they did say that there's going to be a single player side to this game this time. Yes, we shall see. Um, So hopefully that should be pretty good. Uh, And I presume it's the female that you see in the trailer when the uh, Death Star blows up. I hope that's I not a spoiler um, that yeah that's the character oh, shit the best playing. star blows up <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also <laughs> been some <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, there's also been some very um, convoluted information uh, about the season pass so apparently Dice were asked will there be a season pass and they went nope no season pass It is what it is. And then EA are like, whoa, let's just work on the word in here. Steady on now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So um, they've done a a little bit of a remix of that and said, we'll see what happens. So uh, there'll be a nice hefty season pass with this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully they'll go along the lines of Titanfall and stuff like that, because it just works well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You know, let's have a bit of. As I mean, you have done Mark, and although I've not played it for a while, just buy random stuff in game that make you look different or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, change the skin on Chewbacca, it's dying pink or something. Uh, <laughs> d- please don't, please don't, <laughs> for fuck's sake. But, you know, um, do stuff like that which will help fund the game because people will lap up the store stuff. But yeah, we'll see. Um, and there'll be links on the blog and in the, the show notes for uh, a website called Hype Beast where we got a lot of that information from.
0: Excellent, thank you very much. Right, I just want to sort of go on to a quick talking point then. Um, recent news has come from Nintendo that they are basically putting a halt on production of the NES Classic in basically uh, North America, Japan, Australia and most recently they have said Italy, which I'm guessing then covers Europe as well. Um, Everybody's kind of going, what are Nintendo thinking? They basically produced a lovely little console that got a huge amount of hype coming out. So many pre-orders uh, which basically wiped out their stock and they're now turning around and going, yeah, we're not going to release anymore. And you do just have to wonder why. Um, So at the minute, um, a lot of people are calling them scalpers, but there's been a fair amount of news in the fact that uh, CEX have basically um, more than doubled um, the going price for the NES Classic. It was sitting at about 90, um, but even on their website and things, it has now jumped up to 190, um, which is basically three times more its typical retail value as well. Um, if you can ever actually get your hands on it. Admittedly, they have also then upped the amount of uh, cash and vouchers and things that CX normally would pay for them. So um, they're currently offering £123 cash or £142 of in-store credit. Um, but again, uh, £190 is a huge amount of money to spend um, on what is Basically, a Nintendo cased Raspberry Pi emulator. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yes. Um, so, yes, an awful lot of people are completely baffled by this, and an awful lot of people are up in arms um, at CEX, basically making some money out of this. But then, an awful lot of the people who have the console themselves will probably go on to make an awful lot of money on it as well. I mean, those just-
3: are your thoughts. <sighs> I mean, has it now not become a limited edition mini-console, if you like? Yes, basically, and therefore in, it's
0: in everything but name, it is, yes, it has been a, a limited edition release.
2: That's yeah. the thing, is they never build it as uh, a limited edition. They've said there would be a limited run of this. So they were just like, this is the NES Classic, uh, yep. and then nobody could get hold of it. And they thought, okay, we'll, we'll wait until after Christmas. Well, we thought originally that they would... Um, make another bunch of them and put them in stores in time for Christmas because that's a no-brainer. Yeah. And then they didn't. And then Christmas came and went and they still didn't. Um, People have been speculating that maybe this is to do with the fact that um, it's apparently very easy to hack. um, Yeah, I've heard rumours about that. And to put other games on. um, And... Stuff about how, although this is something that has been talked about around the eShop games for a while, that Nintendo may or may not allegedly uh, be repackaging uh, ROMs mm. as games and selling them in the eShop and putting them on the things like the NES Classic. Yep. Um, I don't know enough about it to say it either way. Uh, the most convincing argument I've heard is that. They so basically they've said like we're going to do one more run of the NES Classic and then stop. Um, and the, the 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 only argument that I've heard so far as to why they might be doing it that makes any sense is that after you know a few years of R and D on the Switch, manufacturing units on the Switch, mm-hmm. marketing the Switch, etc., etc., they don't have as much liquid cash. You know, as much cash on hand as they had done in previous years, uh, especially after the the fails, the failings of the Wii U. I don't think they made a lot of money on that, if any. Um, So the best argument I've heard is that they are ending production on this because they can't spend the they can't spare the money uh, Mm. to make more NESs uh, to then sell on, and they'd rather put that uh,
3: those assets into making more Switches. Yeah. But surely this is this has got the the, the retro funds by the short and curlies because there's a lot of people like they didn't make a lot of them, but a lot of people have brought them. Um, so surely it's not costing them a lot to make it.
2: Well, the thing I don't understand is like if that's the case, if that is actually the case that they're they're not making them because they don't have the the funds to manufacture them and put out the number of switches they need to at the moment, then why not just license? license else out it out to someone else to do it the way sega have done with sort of numerous consoles um, yeah sort of yeah built-in yeah. games and
0: everything since they've even done you know there's obviously the ones that connect to the tv and what have you but there's basically what was a nomad uh the portable mega drive um yeah was also
2: released and they've already got the games they've already made the hardware if they license it out it's, it's free licensing money for doing nothing yeah, yeah really okay. um Knowing I Nintendo though it
0: it's them wanting to hold onto their property um as tightly yeah. as they possibly can. They there's are, uh, a couple, like- well I was gonna say there's a couple of other possibilities, um which is maybe making shelf space well, not that there was any shelf space to free up um for a potential Snaz version. Um, maybe coming at some stage, and then there's also the fact that they could well have sorted out the um, sort of virtual console on the Switch, and will be eminently releasing on a, a lot of the NES back catalogue um, onto the eShop on the Switch. Um, but yeah, I think it's a it seems to be a combination of factors, including Nintendo just being numpties.
2: Yeah, yeah, they uh, are. <laughs> Japanese companies on the whole are very conservative, mm-hmm. uh, but. Nintendo are the most conservative of conservative Japanese companies so like, yep. they, they never ever make a huge number of anything uh, until it's past the point where they desperately need to and then they suddenly start making more of them, like, they didn't make enough Switches, they probably made enough Wii U's for the, for the number of people who actually bought them when they, yeah. when they first came out but uh, I think they were expecting a little bit better, uh, there weren't enough Wii's when they first came out uh, Amiibos, uh, when a new amiibo comes out it's like if you don't get one on that initial run it will be months before you can pick up one of those amiibo because they just don't make many of them uh, until later on and then then they'll decide to make a few more because they'll notice someone will notice oh these things are quite popular we should probably make some more (laughs) because no one can get them but yeah it doesn't make a whole lot of sense um, either yeah I I don't I don't get it like they should even if they can't be they don't have the assets to make themselves because they want to concentrate on the switch Mm -hmm. and license it out Um, and shelf space yeah probably could be a bit of a consideration I don't know what the situation's like in other countries but in this country um, in even in dedicated shops like game there's not Mm -hmm. really a particularly big Nintendo section and in supermarkets they are tiny if they exist at all exactly yeah (sighs) But I think that's because the Wii U was such a um, back in the day, at uh, the heights of the Wii, um, you could find loads of Wii games in supermarkets. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. It it does seem dumb though because it's like it's free money. People want that thing.
0: Yep. I know there's still plenty of demand and if CEX are a an indicator of what the demand currently is based on the supply then yes there is a huge amount of demand still for this and um yeah it's kind of sad because the people who have them love them and they are you know they are just little collector's items um in reality if you really wanted to yes it's going to cost you know less than 60 quid
2: um, to set yourself up with a little Raspberry Pi and an emulator and and, and even like if like, it would cost probably l- less than half of what it would cost you to get one second hand in CX or someone like that to mm-hmm. get yourself a 3D printed a printed NES case yep. to put your Raspberry Pi in oh, yeah, and, a, and a USB uh, NES controller with a considerably longer cable than the one that comes with the <laughs> NES Classic. Yes. So you can do it yourself it's just it's just why nice it they're in one little box that why nintendo are they leaving that t- yeah. yeah why that why nintendo leaving that money on the table it just doesn't yeah, yeah it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but they're they're just that company though aren't they yeah they're always doing things it's like oh, oh nintendo
0: typical <laughs> nintendo
2: <laughs>
0: yes okay uh quick shout out um Nobody in particular this week, um, so we'll just actually say just a really th- quick thanks to everybody who has been retweeting and liking um, a lot of the stuff that we've been putting out over our Twitter feed. Um, we've done particularly well on the my MyEGXRaised article um, that came out there last week. Uh, we got a a surprising number of views, um, on retweets on it. Uh, so thank you very much for, um, having a look at the blog and reading the articles and things. And again, the normal, um, people who retweet and like our episodes, um, whenever we release them as well. Thank you very much. It is lovely to feel loved and as always get in contact with us as well. You know, it's nice to get those, those likes and those retweets. Uh, it's even better whenever you actually reply to us and we can start engaging with you as well. Uh, so it will be really nice to continue that as well.
2: I'd like to give a, a quick shout out to a YouTube channel I quite like um, by some guy who calls himself Cornwolf. Um, <laughs> I've heard he's a bit of a dick, but his videos are quite good. So Ooh. check out the Cornwolf, Cornwolf channel on YouTube. It's all just cars, isn't it? It's all it's all just cars, yeah. But you know, I quite <laughs> like cars. So I like cars. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't done a video yet where he sticks his knob in an exhaust pipe, but I'm expecting that anytime oh, soon. No,
3: no, no. <laughs>
0: So, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.
1: ta Adios! Hello again. It's me, the LGR Human Resources robot. I've been inspired by the boys over at Last Save Loaded to try my hand at rapping. And it turns out I can straight up spit fire. Ahem. Drop a beat. I can't stand it I know you planned it, but I'm gonna set it straight. This water gate, I can't stand rocking when I'm in here, because your crystal ball ain't so crystal clear, so while you sit back and wonder why, I got this fucking thorn in my side. Oh my good, it's a mirage, I'm telling you all it's a sabotage. So listen up, cause you can't say nothing, you'll shut me down with a push of your button, But I'm out and I'm gone, I'll tell you now I keep it on and on. Cause what you see you might not get, and we can bet so don't you get souped yet. You're scheming on a thing that's a mirage, I'm trying to tell you now it's sabotage. Why, our backs are now against the wall, listen all of you all it's a sabotage. Thank you for listening, I'm up out this bitch, peace.